Honestly, honestly, hello, good day, good evening, quite seriously, this is Nick. And to the person who reviewed this and said they didn't like that I was drinking, making drinking noises on the air, well, check this out. Glug took a sip of cola, so rest assured that at least maybe... I'm having something unhealthy, so I won't be drinking for as long as you, because my life will be, at the very least, I'll have to cut out sugar when I'm late, when I'm late in life. Hi, welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm Nick. So those are the introductions. There's no sponsor. There's no referral codes. Maybe someday. But right now, it's, it's just I and I. Ja? Oh, God. Don't tell anybody I did that. So, I'm on Toronto Island again. I'm at Artscape Gibraltar Point. Being an artist, Toronto Island, for those who don't know, is a series of islands that used to be connected to Toronto, a city in Ontario. And then erosion happened in the 1800s, and they blew up the connecting land, and now it's a series of unconnected islands. There's a nude beach here. It's a bunch of people who live on the island who they tried to kick out, but they can't. So they've lived here for like 100 years. On top of that, it was a healing space for various uh, indigenous tribes for like 12,000 years. And you can feel the healing vibes. Let me tell you. You just step right out there in the air and you go, I'm healed. This is my billionth time coming here. I come here all the time. It's a humble little schoolhouse, former schoolhouse, and uh, it's got a bunch of rooms. It's got a vaguely haunted feel. And it's a nice place to be in hot August. However, I uh, also moved to a different place in the real world this month, and it's kind of frustrating not being able to just like fix it up to my specifications because I already booked this time before I knew I would have a nice spot of my own. And all I can think about is, you know, just getting right in there. You know when you live somewhere, you're going to get right in there. You want to sit. You want to get that butt groove in the couch. You want that bed to know you. That hasn't happened because, well, here I am. And last week I was cat-sitting for my mom, taking care of Manny the cat. He's got the biggest paws you've ever seen. He slapped my face so many times. I'll let him, I'd let him punch me in the face if he could. Has your cat ever punched you in the face? I've never really gotten a full face punch from a cat, but I'd take it, especially if it was from Manny the gray cat, but the great cat. He's also a great cat. Yeah... I'm babbling. That's fine. I'm, I got here to this island yesterday all discombobulated. I don't know why. I got up early. I didn't sleep that much. Did like a callback, a virtual callback. It was actually my first virtual callback. The only job I've gotten in acting this year, by choice, I'm just saying by choice, but, you know, I want to make you see, it. I don't want to make it seem like I'm not working. By choice. The only role that was worth my time. I didn't even need to audition for. 
so I haven't gotten to experience the virtual callback until yesterday, and it's weird. It's very strange, and I was underslept for it. And then I did two other self-tapes yesterday, as well as moved to an island. You try doing that. It's kind of bewildering. So, I've been just straight napping. Straight napping. Earlier today, I went to the nude beach. The weather was amazing. It was high sun, didn't matter. Ugh, just like an hour there, you know. Now, in the patch of grass behind me was a couple getting their freak on. Yes, they were. And yeah, I took a couple glances. You got to be happy for people doing anything these days. But mostly I was reading the Communist Manifesto. And I'd just look over and I'd say, Share? In my head. If I'd said it out loud, fights would come. And I have yet to take a self-defense class, although I probably should, given my history of confrontations with people on the subway. Anti-maskers. I know you're probably like, wait, 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 don't go into anti-maskers yet. Tell me about the people getting their freak on on the nude beach. No. What else can I say? The things that happened, happened. I didn't focus too hard on it. I'm not going to tell you if I was nude. All I'm saying is they were doing it for a long time, relatively. Not compared to me, but compared to what I've seen in adult film. And because I've got hours, hours in me, hours. Kind of gets boring, but I'm, I'm, I'm there for hours. Anyway, it was kind of nice reading about the communists while uh, hedonism occurred just behind me. Okay, moving on. I'm seeing a new era in online people I kind of know going in a different direction. <laughs> the new era I'm seeing is it used to be the people who were highly anti-vax and it somehow also combined with Joe Biden stealing the election. I don't know what they have to do with each other, but I'm sure they tell me. And now people who I didn't know had anything new that belief, in that belief are talking about vaccine passports on Instagram. The vaccine passport. Hi, do you do vaccine passport photos? Thank you. I'll be... A neutral expression? Yes, I'll do it. Don't cough while getting my vaccine passport photo? Okay. No runny noses? Got it. Excuse me, but can I put a fake mole on for my vaccine passport photo? And so people are saying, oh, I'm so against this vaccine passport. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. This is racist. And these are not people of color saying this is racist. These are white people. Ah, this is racist. And 
Look, I get it. I'm not made of... I'm not, I'm not some passport chill. You think I feel good when someone's like, Yeah, you gotta get this vaccine passport to travel the world. Oh, that sounds weird. More government stuff? I don't think so. Yeah, the initial response is kind of like, ooh. But you know, I also have that initial response when I'm at the airport raising my arms and they can see my junk through, like, x-ray vision. I still had that feeling after 9-11 when I took the bus to the U.S. and they took me in and did some sort of eye scan. And, like, isn't proof of vaccination, hasn't that been required in a lot of cases anyway? Like, what... Can you explain to me why, what's the difference? I'm not even trying to be challenging. And no, I won't have you on for like an hour and talk to you about it, but can you send me an email telling me why, what's the difference? Weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast, gmail.com. Thank you very much. Tell me. And then I remembered there was this really funny thing a few weeks ago about Freedom Phone. Freedom Phone was this clearly cash grab attempt by the world's youngest Bitcoin millionaire to sell a phone for patriots that does not uh, track you and, and gives you all the apps that are banned. And then people and it's and then they looked into it and it was completely just a Chinese China made phone that had been repurposed and was being sold. It was like an Android phone, basically, just like a regular Android phone that you could put stuff on. But then I I looked into these people who were trying to sell talk about like a new version of that called Clearphone, and of course they were Canadian. Because I am telling you, Canadians, oh, a lot of us live in very open spaces, not near other people. And that's a problem. Like, this is the main problem. If you are in conversation with people all the time, you know, you'll probably, even if whatever views you hold, like, you'll probably be relatively tolerable I am being so charitable saying that I mean honestly the world seems like it's fallen apart in terms of how people behave with each other but I'm gonna pretend right now that you know those of us hopefully when I do it who communicate with each other with other people a lot are a little more giving let's say uh in terms of not feeling like the world is out to kill the the like existential world is trying to control or kill us because honestly if you're in the big city it feels like the fucking world right around you is trying to kill you all the time you know what i mean street carts subways instruments of death you live in an apartment building some guy could make a fire next thing you know where's your home it's gone City problems. I know that there are apartments in smaller places. But for the, the purpose of my point, I'm going to say this. Anyway, I've gotten <laughs> a little bit far. 
from what my initial point was. Which is that Canadians are a big part of the kooky voice. Not all of the people I know whom espouse these types of views online, who knows what they're saying in real life. Maybe this is just what they do for fun on the webs. But they don't live in a city. They don't live that close to other people. And they weave yarns. And some of them are in the, quote, wellness industry. Which is amazing. Health is great. But one type of healthy practice does not eliminate medical practice. They're all just working in beautiful tandem. They're on a tandem bike together, ringing the bell, smiling at you, tipping their visor. Good day. Good day to you, says the scientist. Good day to you, says the shaman. I am the Lizard King, says Jim Morrison. Different kind of shaman, less respectable. But the third butt on the tandem bike seat is Jim Morrison. Deal with it. Being more isolated creates paranoid views. Period. Ironically, social situations can also make you feel a little bit paranoid, especially if there's more than one person there. You leave them thinking, does this person like me? But you don't leave there thinking, the government wants to track me. <laughs> the government doesn't care that much about tracking you. Companies want to track you. They want to know how you can spend your money there. If we were to shift into some sort of a 100% socialism thing, maybe then the government would be the main person that wanted to track you. But maybe your mom and dad would want to be the ones to track you. Your parents. You ever think about that? That would be nice. Your parents love you and they want to track you. You know... Everyone's saying the masks don't work. Hand sanitizer's bad. You try. Have you ever walked in a neighborhood? In a down and dirty city neighborhood? There's gum everywhere. Raccoon spore. You're going to want some hand sanitizer. I worked as a front of house usher, ticket taker. You don't think I was scrubbing my hands down every couple minutes? It's a good idea. Whether or not there's some sort of novella coronavirus, just do it. And why is everyone trying to just link all these things together? As if one side wants one thing and then another side doesn't. It's just not what's happening. It's all a frickin' mess. And all we have are ourselves and our loved ones and focus on if they're happy. 
And don't look at your bank account. And if somebody comes to the house and says, you can't live here anymore because your bank account is empty and you haven't paid the bank accounts into the money that I want for the rents, you say, hmm, well, I'm just gonna go over here. Then you go into the corner, turn into a little human statue, you wait for them to leave. You ice them out. Do you know what there's a conspiracy for? A conspiracy is everyone is trying to get money from each other. It's a conspiracy. Speaking of, I'm having a garage sale this Saturday. I don't own a garage. Explain to me how that's going to happen. You can't. Well, friends, thank you for listening. This has been Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick. I'll be back. And you're wonderful. Take care. Nick Flanagan Weekly. Nick Flanagan.